What's up? This is the hot tag with your hosts, Aaron and Julian. What's going on, Julian? It's no. been a crazy week of wrestling. Oh, no, hasn't it, Aaron? Hasn't it? It's been, uh, yeah, crazy. Best way to put it. But uh, nevertheless, we are here. We are ready, willing, and gable. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Track. That's so good. Anyway. We're going to kick off with our Spotlight segment this week and we're going to talk about celebrity culture in wrestling around the world, particularly in WWE. When these sort of promotions need to gain a mainstream audience, they often look to celebrities for that endorsement or that public exposure. And we've seen a lot of it over the years, haven't we? I think the first like outbreak of celebrity culture would have been the rock and wrestling era throughout the 80s, which was pretty much when wrestling had that boom in mainstream culture and you had Cindy Lauper making appearances at WrestleMania. <laughs> Who else was there? It was just, oh, just everyone. And Who yeah, wasn't? basically, it was just a combination of pop music and wrestling, which then made it popular in a mainstream audience. And of course, then you had the outbreak of Hulkamania, which in itself was a bit of a celebrity phenomenon. Um, lest we forget. Lest we forget the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulkster. Um, But that still hasn't gone away, I guess, and I think what we're trying to get at here is that there's still some element of a reliance on celebrity culture, especially now. Like, for example, we were just talking about WrestleMania 25, even then, (laughs) and we had that Mickey Rourke match. No, it wasn't a match. Mickey Rourke was... Oh, uh, no, yeah, yeah. He released his film at that time, The Wrestler, Yeah. and something about Chris Jericho, you know, calling him fake, you know, because it's a movie. Yeah. (laughs) So Chris oh, Jericho, he, he faced... It was a handicap match, yeah? And it was Rick, Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> yep. Who else was Jimmy there? the Superfly Snooker. Oh, God. And Roddy Piper. Oh, Jesus. Jericho beat all of them uh, to then confront Mickey Rourke, who was in the front uh, front row at WrestleMania. Uh, he actually got him to come into the ring. What was it? One, one right cross. That was yeah, it. Yeah, it took Mickey Rourke one punch to take out Chris Jericho <laughs> when... He ultimately beat three Hall of Famers. Yep. <laughs> that's wrestling Cringe. logic, really. That's wrestling logic, because it's how to get that cheap pop out of yep. people who just... Without a doubt. Yeah, getting people who aren't that interested to buy into it. And that's pretty standard of WrestleMania, because it's the big money draw of WWE. So they need to have a bit of a celebrity pop to it. Snoop Dogg's always there, <laughs> like always. We just can't seem to get rid of the guy. <laughs> he wasn't there to help Sasha Banks win. Last WrestleMania. Oh, he didn't know where he was that WrestleMania, <laughs> let's be honest. He was off with the fairies. But we also had that the soundtrack come out for 2K as well. Have you seen the, the track listings for I that? I haven't seen the track listing. PP Diddy's produced it. Yeah? And it's pretty star-studded. It's got guys like well, Snoop, it's got Action Bronson on it. There's this massive lineup of all these really cool hip-hop artists on this. It's going to be a good soundtrack. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it. King I think it's going to top like Tony Hawk. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Ooh, not. Ooh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Jokes. But yeah, okay. So back to the WrestleMania culture, I guess. Uh, we had Ronda Rousey at mm. WrestleMania 31, I think. And they were trying to do a work with her and Stephanie. Yeah. So. I would have loved to see that. How funny would that have been? <laughs> would have topped her SummerSlam match with Free <laughs> with the whole head to toe like a. <laughs> suit please never again never again but speaking of then we have like ufc culture combining with wwe culture at the minute especially stylistically i think they're kind of merging and conor mcgregor 
<laughs> cheeky Conor McGregor. <laughs> cheeky lad. So what what exactly did he say this week? Uh, well, he um, it was a like a panel, uh, interview, panel. like a press conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he brought I don't know I think it was someone questioned him on his opinions about WWE. So he sort of went out and you know called them a bunch of uh, don't quote me but like he's called them weak you know yeah 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 uh, a bunch of like fake you know actors you know. Uh, they don't, they're very, you know, they don't do much work. Yeah, and then what did he say about Lesnar? He's like, oh, I can't respect him. He's juiced up to the eyeballs. Yes. That. So that's funny. Like, he's capitalising on that momentum as well. Yeah. But wouldn't it be fun to see him in a WWE oh, ring? Oh, Aaron. He is the personality. He's perfect personality to be in WWE. Yeah. I just... Can you imagine, like, him and Enzo in the ring together opening? Oh. I would watch Raw every week if they Jeez. opened it for 20 minutes every week. Conor McGregor and Enzo Amore. Is that, the banter would be off the charts. Jeez. You Just... could do a whole hour of that. <laughs> Definitely. But I think the number one celebrity call for wrestling would have to be The Rock. Mm-hmm. What is he? The highest earning He's just the biggest celebrity? star in the world right now. <sighs> Rocking his own TV show. Yeah. Every movie he's in is a hit. You know, box office success. Yeah. And everyone who's anyone knows who he is. That's right. So he copped a lot of slack when he first left the WWE around 2004, was it? When he left? 2003? 2003, 2004. Yeah, yeah. when he left then he copped it a bit because he was selling out to Hollywood. Mm. But he's always welcome back with open arms. Yep. Everybody (laughs) loves The Rock. And he's pretty much the big money draw for them. When we have big events, he'll host... I think he's hosted, like, three WrestleManias in the yeah. past five years or something yeah. like that. He's just always there. And I think sometimes that can get people a little angsty because then the importance of the wrestling gets lost. Yep. Like, just this year's WrestleMania, yeah, when The Rock came back and... That whole flamethrower thing that he did. Yeah, he spent, like, 20 minutes with a flamethrower yeah. walking down the ramp when we could have probably had, like, a decent match in that time. Yep. That he buried the Wyatt family in the space yep. of a minute. So, yeah. Is it too much to have these big Hollywood stars a part of wrestling? Well, you know my opinion. I hate it, but <laughs> it's so necessary. You just want wrestling to be about wrestling. Mm. But then again, how are they going to attract a mainstream audience if that's the mentality? Definitely. Yeah, Sacrifices must be made. <laughs> they must be made. They must be made at WrestleMania. <laughs> On top of that, something in the news this week, Big Show has announced his retirement after his WrestleMania 33 match with Shaquille O'Neal. Big Shaq. So, I don't know. (laughs) Like, Does does Shaq have any experience in wrestling at all? Maybe that's what he's doing right now, I guess. Because he he made that appearance in the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Yeah. He was eliminated straight away, but there was definitely that confrontation between Big Show and Shaq. Hmm. I saw it coming. It yeah, of course. Happen. It was obvious. It was it was like The Undertaker. Yeah. Like, you know he's going to be there. Exactly. Or like, what was it called? Rock and Cena, Once in a Lifetime. Oh. They announced that the, the Raw after Mania. <sighs> you knew it was going to happen a year later. Yep. It's not exactly on the same scale. No. TBH. <laughs> but, but hey, that's happening. But Big Show's going. Mm. Pretty sad way for him to go out. Be quiet. They respect my wife. In WWE news this week, we had Raw and SmackDown. Lots of content to absorb, so we're going to just skip over the highlights, I guess. In Raw this week, we had a pretty Rusev-dominated show. Mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> Loves a bit of Ruru. <laughs> he's he's the big man because he's the he's the top title holder at the minute as the universal title doesn't exist. Yet. Yet. So I think it's good that they're giving him that extra push at the minute and it's so funny. Like if Rusev was more like his online character, <laughs> he would he would win the hearts of everyone. Like he he's already got me. Like I'm head over heels for Ruru, but yep. How good was the cake segment? Oh, so good. That was just, so good. like that was going back in time for me. That <laughs> they was like milked it a lot. Yeah. But it was good. It was entertaining. It yeah. was solid. Roman looks good. Roman looks good, but he also looks like the rock, doesn't he? <laughs> How? He's doing his little Oh, he's okay. What's up? But he's um, he's being he feels more natural. Yeah. He feels he's, like he's not being forced by 100 producers backstage to say this and say that and be the guy. It's being a comedian, that's what he was, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he, he did have um, a couple funny one liners. I got some rock vibes from him. Yeah. But uh, solid segment by Roman. Mm. It's good to see this happen. Yeah. So Cesaro won the opportunity to have a title shot on the week prior to this week's Raw. Didn't specify what title, but he had a, a title opportunity f- in the foreseeable future. And I think he decided to cash that in. He went and spoke to. What's his name? Mick Foley. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> That's so bad. So Foley. <laughs> he, he went and spoke to Foley and he's like, I deserve this title shot. Yep. And was it that he had to beat Seamus or did Seamus interfere? Uh, no, oh, that no, was no. at the yeah. start. Yeah. That was the first match, Seamus versus uh, Cesaro. Cesaro yeah. wins. Yeah, he had two matches. Yeah, one at the start and one at the end. So big night for Cesaro as well. Um, I'm not sure because it was after the Seamus match. I think it was Cesaro and Seamus... <laughs> were competing to see who had, like, who deserved the title shot more. Let's be honest, like, Foley could have probably just pulled out the resumes of both of them, like a, mm. a highlight reel and stuck them next to each other and gone, um, I'm pretty sure Cesaro yeah. deserves the shot more than you, Seamus. But, you know, whatever. So this match at the end, uh, organised by Foley, was a title match. Yeah. Between Ruru and Cesaro. Uh, solid match. Yeah. Um, uh, Rusev obviously retained title, but... Definitely, we were able to see what Cesaro's willing to do, you know? Well, he deserves the push. He does. He totally definitely. does, and he's not getting it, which is so frustrating. He should... And you know what else we should note? There was no Sami Zayn on Raw. Yes. What a waste. What there a waste. And then SmackDown was dry. Ooh. SmackDown was dry. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But just put... Oh, just put them both over there and let <laughs> them do their thing. Yeah. Cesaro is now probably going to enter a program with Seamus for the foreseeable future. Like, why? But, so frustrating. So that was Raw this week. Over the SmackDown, we had a lot of Bray Wyatt presence as well on SmackDown yes. this week. Very exciting Love stuff. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So Dolph and Dean are obviously trying to expand their feud, mm-hmm. give it a bit of substance. <laughs> Tag match occurred. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose had to team up with Dolph Ziggler to take on the Wyatts. Um, how's yeah? How's the the dynamic between them? What do you think of it? Because obviously there's there's a new Dolph. Yeah, this is Dolph. Like, hey, I've been working here for so long. I've been working my ass off. You know, this is his time. Yeah. He's here to show the world, Aaron. And did you watch the Stone Cold podcast with Ambrose? Oh yes. He's. Like, his attitude is completely different mm. from the character he wants to be. 
which is so clear. Like, because he, he talks about how he went into WWE, he was a heel all mm-hmm. throughout his indie career, and he did not expect at any point to be a babyface. And he said to management, "In in a year's time, you're going to have the babyface that you don't want." Look, look at what's happened. He's probably the most over guy with a mainstream audience on yep. the in the like WWE universe at the minute. Does that have a limit? I, I don't know. Look, there was the end of the match. Uh, Dean Ambrose and uh, Dolph Ziggler won the match. Mm. And Ambrose, dirty deeds, Ziggler. Mm. This is obviously meant to be, a, I believe, a heel turn, but it's not really seeming that way. The crowd no, he's kind too of... over with him. Yeah, that's the thing. He's so over that he's forced to sit in a tweener position. Yeah. He's in between. Will like this match obviously isn't going to be top of the card at SummerSlam. Like mm, if it no. is, that's not going to make any sense at all. At least in the top three, like I can't yeah. even see it in the top three. Really, it, I, I really don't. It needs to be because it's a title. Like logic yeah. would say that it has to be. It's one of the top titles, but it's you can't put that. Ab- you can, you can't be telling me that that's going to go above Cena and AJ, or the women's match even is probably mm. going to be placed higher than that. I just don't think that it's got enough backing behind it because it's two faces. Yeah. One of them is a little bit dried out, but he's do- like Dolph's doing really well to boost that momentum again. Yeah. My question is, would it have been different if Bray was in Dolph's position? Yeah. Look, I'm on board with that. Like, even if it was a triple threat, it would have had a bit more substance, you know? Yeah. Um, it it does seem very lacklustre. Mm. What happens to Bray when when this is finished? That's we know what Dolph's going to do. Like Dolph's not going to win this match, but he's just going to go back to doing. He's not. (laughs) He's not. Don't even try and convince me that he is because it's not happening. You're wrong. Now look, I'd like to see Bray go after the title. Mm. He, I, he needs another shot like that. Yeah, he deserves it. Especially after this, there was that whole you know part where he was you know just a jobber doing all these matches and losing all the tag matches. Push him as a solo competitor to the title. I'd like to see it happen. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Over in TNA this week, we had a huge debut from the man formerly known as Damien Sandow, now going by his real name, Aaron Rex. And he did a total shoot promo on the reasons why he's been he's left WWE, which we've all been waiting to hear for so long because he was just so over in that gimmick that he had, but in the wrong way that yeah. management didn't want him in that position. He's looking so good yeah, and I, they love him. I love it as well. Like, I, I didn't hear about this until my mates, like three of them, tagged me in a picture of uh, Aaron Rex. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it got, it got leaked on, I think, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Put it out first about a day before. It happens, so spo- spoiler alert. And then he tweeted it out himself, yep. so like, no big surprises. But still, he looks good, and hopefully there's a title shot down the road yeah. here. It's good to see him back in action. We've also got Lashley, the new Iron Man of TNA Wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Bobby Lashley defeated James Storm to obtain the King of the Mountain title. He's now King of the Mountain champion, X Division champion, and TNA World Heavyweight He did it, champion. Aaron. He did it. <laughs> He, he is really officially did. like the greatest man on earth. There's nothing, <laughs> no one can achieve heights that he has achieved. Bow down to Bobby Lashley. So, moving into Bound for Glory on October 2nd in America, EC3 has won the opportunity to challenge 
any opponent of his choosing, and it's going to have to be Lashley now because he held all three titles. Yeah, exactly. What's the point of fighting anyone else? <laughs> so I think EC3 is going to challenge for the heavyweight championship. A uh, few other things happening. Gail Kim's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame at Bound for Glory, which is very exciting. She totally deserves that accolade. And uh, that was pretty much TNA for this week, but there's big stuff coming up next week, so keep an eye out for that. Over in New Japan, we had the finals for the A Block and the B Block G1 Climax. In the A Block, we had Hiroki Goto defeating Marufuji, and Hiroki will now be the, the finalist for the A Block. Uh, it was pretty tight. Like, it was really close as to who was going to win because we had Tanahashi and Okada come to a time limit draw. Yeah, ABOC was nuts. There was like five competitors, I think, who were in the running to make it to the finals. But in the end, it was Gota. And in the B block, we had Kenny Omega defeating Tetsuya Naito. Yes. <laughs> nuts. Absolutely nuts. We also had Tomohiro Ishii versus Kazuka Okada. And I think that got a five-star rating from Dave Meltzer. Really? Mm-hmm. And we know how rare they are. Yep. There's, there's been two this year. The other one was Okada and Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom 10 in January this year. So obviously Okada's doing quite well this year, getting a lot of praise. But yeah, they're very rare, these five-star ratings, so obviously very much deserved. But the finals are today, tonight, Japan time, whatever. <laughs> Kenny we'll Omega, Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Kenny Omega and Hiroki Goto will compete to decide who ultimately is the best wrestler in Japan of 2016. So keen, Aaron. I'm so very excited. How did he kick out? Cedric Alexander having the match of his life. In the CWC this week, we had the commencement of round two of the tournament. Uh, The first match was Grand Metalik versus Tajiri. Oh, Grand Metalik. What a star. Absolute star. I, oh, he's amazing. And Tajiri still got it after all these years. How, how stiff was this match? Like, they were trying to murder each other, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Legit. Like, you, you don't see that in the WWE anymore. No. Like, the CWC has been putting on so many stiff matches because it's taking talent from all around the world and they're bringing their influences. And it's just amazing. Like, it's a little melting pot of culture going on. If you're not watching it, please, like, you're missing out. Do yourself a favour, get on it, you know. Um, But then we had an absolute... Oh, did you want to keep talking about that one or...? Sorry, I interrupted I didn't even say who won. (laughs) Oh, true. Go. Uh, So, Grand Metalik won the match. um, But, hey... Good effort by Tajiri, you know, the veteran who's been wrestling for, what, 23 years, I think he said? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so uh, fantastic match. On to the next match, we had Kota Ibushi and Cedric Alexander. Eren, I cannot praise this any more highly. This was amazing. Uh, You could definitely feel the strong style coming into WWE. What a match. What a match. Crazy. And obviously, the entire... Full sale audience thought the same. Oh, they were marking out. <laughs> With chance of hire Cedric or sign Cedric. And fight forever, even oh. though there's a 20 minute time limit. <laughs> <laughs> that was stunning, absolutely stunning. And Triple H obviously thought the same. Yeah. He came out after like all the closes, after the highlights for next week, he came out and he shook Cedric's hand. And what did he do? I think he gave a cheeky thumbs up at the end as well. I think so, yeah. 
So it looks like we could be getting Cedric Alexander in the WWE very soon. It would be nice. He's definitely earned it. So, oh, just so many good kicks in this match. Like, Cedric Alexander did not hold back. He went from, I, I can't remember what it was, I think a power bomb into a pin. Yeah. Coda kicked out, and then he instantly got up and, and just, he just like, super kicked him. Oh, my God. And then went for another pin, Absolutely and it wasn't stunning. over. Yeah. Wow. Aaron, CWC is doing it right. So Kota Ibushi won this match. Oh, I was scared that they were going to run out of time, but Kota moves on to the next round. I suggest you take your hand, you sign that contract, and you get ready for the biggest fight of your life at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Over into NXT news, we have uh, sort of the setup to TakeOver, really. Yeah. We still have one more week of NXT of television to go, but I think pretty much like the, the top tie of the card is set. Yeah. So what do we have for the females? So for the females, we had Bailey coming out first, actually, yeah. to do the contract signing with Asuka. Tension is building in this one. Yeah, different side of Bailey. I love yeah. it. This is good. This is good. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I can get behind this. And Asuka, <laughs> she just looks amazing all the time, Mary. Oh, goals. So, <laughs> so that happened. There was no con- There was no fight, but uh, they're saving that definitely for takeover. Yeah, a bit of push and shove, though, which yeah. is really nice. And then William Regal just standing there like, <laughs> just like I'm not sure how to interpret this <laughs> situation. <laughs> nice. You were going to face Asuka at takeover. Asuka. He can't even... Oh, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. In the tag division, we have a match announced for TakeOver. Tommaso Ciampa, ugh, Tommaso and Johnny Gargano are going to face the Revival for their tag team titles. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win. They're incredibly over. I smell over. a title change. Yeah. I smell a title change. <laughs> yeah, tag team division is stacked at the minute and there's yeah. a lot going on. So I think it's time for a new, a new set of champs. Definitely. Also, we had Austin Aries approaching William Regal sort of asking, you know, where's his match for TakeOver? So William Regal, obviously the nice guy that he is, set up Austin Aries to fight No Way Jose. <laughs> Woo! I'm so excited. Um, this is finally, like, No Way Jose's big match, you know? Yep. He hasn't fought anyone this, like, high status. Well, it's his first pay-per-view. And that well, as well. On the pay-per-view, but uh, NXT special yeah. event. So I'm so keen. I'm so keen. No Way Jose versus Austin Aries. We also have a match announced between Bobby Roode and Andrade Almas. The last time we saw him at a main event was at Dallas, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he beat Ty Dillinger. Yes, he beat Ty Dillinger at Dallas. Sad face. Where is Ty? No one knows. That's okay. <laughs> Bobby Roode is going to make his in-ring debut on NXT television at TakeOver against Andrade. And that segment with them was incredibly awkward. I, <laughs> it was. I was cringing for the majority of it. Poor Andrade doesn't speak a word of English by the looks <laughs> of it. And Bobby Roode is in there telling him how he's going to defeat him and he's the yep. dominant man in NXT. And Andrade's yep. just like, oh, like pointing back and yeah. forth, <laughs> trying to make it look like he knows what's happening. Me, me and you? Me yeah. and you. Okay, me and, I understand. <sighs> it was a bit of a mess. But hey, this will be good. We get to see uh, what Bobby Roode's got and who better to fight than Andrade Almas. I think it's going to be glorious. Very glorious. So coming up next week, we have NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. Oh, yeah, 2. And we've got our predictions for the big matches that are going to be on the card. 
Uh, let's start off with the tag titles. We reckon... I think Shambo we're, and Gargano. Yeah, we're in agreement there. Against the Revival, they're yeah. definitely going to win it. Revival are a bit dry at the minute, so <laughs> get, get them off. Yep. Austin Aries, No Way Jose. Come on, No Way Jose. <laughs> but look, I, I am feeling maybe there will be an upset. Mm. Uh, Jose is still undefeated. Um, but hey, I'm looking forward to it. Like, hopefully, it's a, like decently length match, yep. so that we can see like the full extent of like No Way Jose's like wrestling capabilities. You know? Yeah. If he's, I'd like you to. What? It, what's the new finisher he's done? Because he was doing the baseball that punch baseball or something. Punches. And he, lame. he did something else. I think it was like a power bomb or something. It, yeah. Quite it was basic. Like a swinging. Whatever it was. Yeah, quite ba- Oh, it might have been a sidewalk slam. But I think it was. Yeah, but it suits him. Yes. He's a big guy. Yeah. It makes sense. Yep. I think I've I've got a feeling that Oh, actually. Yeah, nah. I was gonna say I think that might be a dusty finish, but then I'm looking at Bobby Roode and he's probably gonna do something dirty. <laughs> yeah, okay, moving on. We've also got Andrade Almas versus Bobby Roode. Who do you think is going to take the victory? I think Bobby Roode will take this one. Yeah, me too. But I don't think he's going to do it legally. I think no, there's going to be clean. yeah. I think there's going to be some sort of dirty finish. Cheeky and... Bobby. <laughs> he's just glorious. <laughs> and of course, we have the women's match: Oscar versus Bailey. Bailey, two-time women's champ. Oh, look! If it if she does, then it means she stays NXT for a bit longer. If she loses, she better show up at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> she better be there. Yeah, well, isn't Brooklyn where she won it the first time? That's right, against Sasha Banks. She's going to win it again. I hope so. I really hope so. And then we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. My God, Erin. <laughs> this is huge, man. This is enormous. Shinsuke, still undefeated in uh, NXT. Going up against Joe, the man who destroyed Finn Balor. So, I'm just so keen mm. to see how these two work together in a ring. We haven't seen it yet, mm. but it's going to be magic. It's going to be fire. Straight fire. Straight fire. <laughs> It'll be a good time. For the last three years, people have said, you know, that I'm not a serious contender. I- I'm the joke. I'm the comedy relief. I'm the, the entertainment. And I guess this match has to prove that there's a different side of me that a lot of people haven't seen yet. So this week, we had the WWE Live tour come to Melbourne at Rod Laver Arena. Julia and I are too stingy, so we didn't go. <laughs> it was a big mistake. We should have just gone, Erin. But a lot happened. Yep. But there was a triple th- not triple threat, sorry. There was a tag team match against Roman and Finn and Jericho and Seth Rollins at the first half of the event which I've been told was a standout. Yep. Of course. I mean... <laughs> I mean, just listen to that. <laughs> I mean, Rollins is in there. Bella's like, come on. <laughs> it's just start started. <laughs> what more can you want? Uh, we also had the New Day defeat the club. Um, and there was also John Cena versus AJ Styles. And John Cena went over. And he also shook hands with Boomer from North Melbourne. <laughs> Highlight of the night. <laughs> and there, AJ Styles also went for a handshake. But he did the whole, oh, you know. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you, AJ. On Friday night, I attended Lucha Fantastica Cantina Brawl, which was a show put on by Melbourne City Wrestling at Brown Alley on Lonsdale Street in the city. And it was spectacular. 
It was all forms of entertainment. There was a mariachi band. There was acrobats and performers. There was uh, mini wrestlers. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> my fetish. <laughs> but it was great. And a lot of the standout MCW wrestlers were there. Josh Shooter was there. Mr. Juicy. Oh, my God. How good is man, he? <laughs> man of the hour, Mr. Juicy. Mr. Juicy, last night, uh, Saturday night, at... MCW Fight to Survive became the new MCW Inter-Commonwealth Champion, defeating Jonah Rock in what was an outstanding match. The crowd was so behind it. I think it was just the last match before intermission and everyone was just exhausted by the end of it because they were cheering so hard for Juicy. There was such a good build for it. It was really steady and Jonah was just like decimating him the entire time and the crowd was just getting angrier and angrier and angrier. <laughs> And Which then, made the juicy victory yeah. so much oh, more better. Oh, it was better. so sweet. It was so sweet. Or too sweet. I or think, was it juicy? I think he'd prefer too sweet. Too juicy. It was too juicy. <laughs> you know what else I found out? Juicy has wrestled over in Japan with the likes of Shinsuke Nakamura, whole other bunch of guys. He's, he's crazy. He's one to watch out for. And that's all the time we have for this week on the Hot Tag. This is Erin and Julian tapping out. Bing. <laughs> Make sure to like us on Facebook at The Hot Tag. And also follow us on Snapchat at The Hot Tag. <laughs>